Hi guys and welcome back to the Hell's Fitness Podcast. If you're new here, my name is Helen and this is a place where I read out the blog posts on my website so you can listen to them on the go. Admittedly, the last kind of three or four now, I've just been writing them on the fly and I do need to upload them to my website. So they are going to be there, I just haven't uploaded them yet. It just allows me to get these kind of podcasts out to you a little bit quicker. Um, So yeah, I hope that you're all keeping safe and well. And if you're in the UK, I hope you're enjoying this amazing heat wave. Um, I'm so gutted I don't have a garden at the moment because I live in a flat. Um, So yeah, make the most of your garden for for me if you have one. Uh, Today though, I'm going to be talking about Facetune and photoshopping images and how to identify when a photo has been manipulated. Mainly uh, images on Instagram, really just about how you can spot the fakery, excuse me, and my opinions on the whole Facetune Photoshop thing in general. So why am I doing this podcast? You know me, since my transition from a booty building Fitzbo grammar thing into a parody musical creative thing. Uh, I don't really know what to call myself nowadays. Um, I'm not entirely sure. But uh, one of my main goals is now to expose the dark and toxic side of influencer culture and really help people to navigate through the bullshit and really make a change to the way we use social media. Now, as we know, Instagram is full of very attractive, perfect, colourful images of people, locations, food, etc. And ultimately, it's an image platform. So the more shiny an image is, the more clicks and interaction that image may get, and the more likely the poster of the image is going to gain attraction and get the ability to make some money through ads or affiliate links. The platform is getting increasingly crowded, so images are constantly getting shinier and shinier in order to compete with competition. And this means that images are being manipulated more. So we've spoken about this before on the podcast, which um, is how uh, the use of Facetune and filters is damaging to our mental health. And if you haven't listened to that podcast yet, do go back and listen. It's only seven minutes long, but it talks about the real harm that editing photos is doing and how there's a strong correlation between the use of social media and poor mental health and body image. It's actually frightening, but not surprising because I can scroll through uh, my explore page as somebody who has many reasons to like how I look and come out feeling like an absolute pile of crap, micro-analyzing parts of my face, my body, and focusing in on my imperfections. It's actually exhausting and draining mentally, constantly looking at not only a highlight reel of amazing pictures, but often fake pictures and photos and subconsciously comparing yourself. But it's odd because so many of us understand that social media is making us feel crap, yet we don't stop looking at it. Um, Sure, we can adjust the content to see things which are less triggering to, to us, and I do recommend that people do that. I have done that on my own social media, and it has made a difference, but it still has a power over us, and we're still compelled to use it, and these images still sneak through and can impact us. And in my opinion, I think it's sort of a reflection of how this generation and how Gen Z2 are looking for quick fixes of highly satisfying, engaging media. Like on TikTok, for example, uh, videos are quick. And I mean, when I see a funny video, I can watch it, laugh and have moved on to the next video all within three seconds. That is no exaggeration. There is nothing else around us in the world, in real life, on TV or generally being outside with our friends and family, which gives us a dopamine hit faster and more effectively than social media. So it's kind of like an addiction using it. But there's also obviously the social factor that Uh, to consider that people feel connected and part of a community um, when they use it. So 
Yeah, in terms of today's podcast, I'm going to be sharing some tips on how to spot fake images. And you may have seen Instagram pages like Celebface who post photos from Getty images and then compare them to the photoshopped versions posted by the celebrities because at the red carpet events, there's always a Getty image photographer and they always take pictures of celebrities. And then the celebs take those, edit them and use them on their own profile. So you've got like two pictures side by side where you can see that editing has been done. And surprisingly, people like Rita Ora is always on there. And I really like Rita Ora. She seems really down to earth and personable. But the people who um, really come under fire here about this are influencers. And I think it's because celebs are still kind of these stars who are seemingly out of our reach. And it's like, well, you know, they're obviously going to Photoshop maybe because of pressure that they might be under. And it's all about their image. But influencers are much closer to home and people relate to them so much more um, and feel as though when a picture has been edited without being told about it, it's a violation of trust. And I think Facetune was such a well-kept secret for such a long time in the influencer community, but now everyone knows, knows about it. You've got people editing every single one of their Facebook photos. So it's not just Instagram and influencers. Um, it's like normal family photos where you've got like a seemingly ordinary picture of your family and then one person, usually a young person, who has smoothed over their face, clinched in their waist, etc. Um, and kind of stands out as looking, you know, they look a little bit odd and compared to everybody else um, because it's been filtered and edited. Now, you do have influencers who have come out and admitted the use of Facetune, and this has happened sometimes after they've been caught using it, so they probably have done the right thing by owning up and saying, okay, I did it. But people like James Charles, for example, use Facetune and is very open about it, and I think that is a healthy and good thing to do as an influencer or somebody in the public eye. It's completely disingenuous and unethical to lie to millions of your followers about using it, especially when you know that it's contributing to mental health issues. And it's not like that's a secret now. It's probably one of the biggest topics of discussion on social media is that these images are damaging mental health. And the Kardashians are obviously the worst for this because they have been caught so many times bodging up their editing or just looking completely different in videos um, to videos and photos taken by the paparazzi. And when I say that, it's the paparazzi that they don't pay. Because remember, guys, they pay the paparazzi to take good pictures of them and then they're edited before they go anywhere on the internet. So paparazzi who, who are taking these bad images or real life images are the ones who didn't get commissioned to do so. So their image is their livelihood. So it's all very controlled. And so I think it's important to remember that. But they are obviously the extreme scenario. But also... I, I, I do think that it's good that people are admitting to using Facetune, but it doesn't mean that everyone has seen that clarification unless it's specified on every photo or video and influencer posts. Because as somebody who's maybe stumbled across the content on their explore page, how would you know that you've had these photos that you're looking at have been edited unless it's mentioned under every photo? Because you might have, as an influencer, you might have mentioned it in a video six months ago, but unless it's under every single photo that people just aren't going to know um, because not everybody's looking at you know, every single piece of your content. So my opinion is that if you have over a certain amount of followers and are in a position of influence, especially if you are making money from people thinking you look a certain way naturally, ethically, excuse me, they need to be telling people they're using Photoshop. 
like a lot of these people you could see on the street and you would not recognize them from their social media and that actually happened a lot of body power now I think about it like a lot of the men in particular who would post pictures on their Instagram they looked really huge they looked like they're over six foot tall really really muscular but then when you see them in person they're probably the same height as me I'm like five foot six five foot seven and they're not massive. I mean, yeah, they have muscle mass, but they're just really, really shredded. But you can use special angles and lighting to make yourself look very big in these photos. It was just a common theme amongst body power. So yeah, it kind of starts coming out when you see people in real life. But then a lot of people, I guess, are thinking, I'm never going to meet my followers in real life. And they think they can get away with it. So anyway, that was a little bit of a tangent, hopefully a good introdu introduction to what I'm going to be going through today. Um, and yeah, so this isn't kind of to, to slam anybody. Uh, I'm not going to mention anybody specific in this podcast, um, but it's more to help you as a consumer of social media identify these images when you see them and stop comparing yourself so much to these images because they are not real. But I don't recommend going out specifically to hunt down people editing their images because I don't think that's healthy. But what I've found is that now I know how to identify the editing when I'm on social media. It's just helped me remember that they're not real stops me some, from feeling like crap because it's like, well, it's not true. Like what I'm looking at is not a real thing. So I've got five points here. I'm going to go through them now. So the first one is warped walls. So when somebody uses Facetune, there's an option to pinch areas of your body and make them smaller or larger. And this Facetune is an app that you use on your phone. Now, unless you've got a really skilled editor using Photoshop on a computer or some other editing software, most people are using Facetune, which when you pull in your waist or pull out your hips, both what we see a lot on social media, for example, the app doesn't distinguish between what is you and what is the background. So it will end up pulling in the background as well. So if you look next to the person's body and the background follows the shape of their body, it usually means that Facetune has been used. So in the background, you can see this in horizons, in trees, the way that trees are bending or door frames, which generally should be straight. Um, they're wonky or they have unusual kinks in them which line up to the area which would want to be made bigger or smaller on a person's body. So this is usually the jawline, the hips or the waist and kind of objects in the background moving around those areas. So number two is a blurry background. So people are often aware that warping can create these um that, sorry, editing could create these warps in the background. So in order to hide it, people will blur the background of the image to try and cover it up. So you might see the person in the foreground looking very sharp and focused, but then the black background has been completely blurred. And yes, this is a camera technique, which sometimes people can use to create a nice effect. So you might see some like flowers really close up and sharp, and then the background is blurred. But what we're seeing time and time again, more often is that this is being used as a, an excuse for editing photos and try and get to get rid of the warp but when you look through the blur you can still see the warp there often the background is still distorted um so yeah number three is shadows and reflections 
reflections. So if something looks a bit off, you can check to see if the shadow or reflection of that person matches up to the original because people are so often focused on editing themselves that they forget to edit shadows and reflections, which end up looking completely different to their body or a shadow is missing uh, in some cases. I saw one recently where the sun was supposedly shining onto this girl because her shadow was behind her, but then she had edited a sunset in the sky behind her. So it looked as though, like when you look at it, it doesn't make sense because the sunset's behind her, but the shadow is in front of, like, behind her as well. So it was just a complete mess. But unless somebody pointed it out, you wouldn't necessarily notice. Um, number four is completely poreless, smooth skin. Interestingly, this one, I saw a post about this recently on TikTok the other day where a girl had done her makeup and you could see all of her pores and lines and spots underneath her foundation. And the comments were basically saying like, ew, sis, you need to get a better primer, you need to moisturize and sort yourself out. And all the girls were commenting under the illusion that this sort of skin is not normal. So they were conditioned to seeing makeup artists and all these makeup videos on TikTok where this skin is so filtered that now normal skin seems abnormal to them. And dark shadows, lines, discoloration, spots, pores, texture are all part of normal human skin. If a photo doesn't show that, then uh, sure, it could be lighting, it could be good skin to, to start with, but when it's super, super smooth, whereby there is no texture, it is fake, especially when you've got these kind of close-up images that makeup pages post. So yeah, I kind of worry about these young people and even people like in their 20s like me, because like <sighs> the faces and, and the skin that we have at this age is already so perfect and like young, flexible kind of skin and like especially teenage skin is like so I mean the majority of people have great skin when they're, they're teenagers um so what's going to happen when they actually do start to see changes and aging in their face if it's still demonized as it is today in 20 years time we're going to see a, a generation where I mean cosmetic surgery is already on the rise it's just going to get worse like everybody is going to be having fillers in their face and I think it's quite sad it's like if I had a daughter who was 13 14 and was looking at images and wanting fillers in her lips and Botox in her face like I would find that really sad actually um and I know that my mum would would find that really sad even at, at my age if I decided to get fillers or Botox in my lips because she thinks I'm beautiful just the way that I am um and I think that's really worrying that children so young, like they're 13 years old they're worried about having lips that are big like I just can't imagine how I, I spoke about this before in another podcast I can't imagine how different my childhood would be if I had access to social media and I was thinking about myself as an object and something to look something to look good and some like in that way to that degree that I would think about injecting things into my face at a school age it just blows my mind I, I think that it's really unhealthy and really sad that it's kind of come to that um because fillers are so popular now um and there's so many jokes and uh, TikTok memes about oh you know I'm in quarantine and my fillers all drained out of my face I look ugly like I just find it awful um, yeah, and even I worry about aging as somebody who is aware and actively trying to love my skin and like embrace it, blah, blah, blah. Like I've got great skin and I'm very lucky for it, but I do think about aging as well. And it's something that I guess all women have to deal with. But yeah, when these girls are coming up so young, worried about it and doing things already when their skin is already perfect, it's like, oh my God. 
Um, and yeah, the last one is quite a specific one um, about the photoshopping. So big elbows and general disproportionate body parts. So you can kind of look at a picture and think, that looks weird or wonky. And one of the more specific uh, things to look at is big elbows. So by going back to point one about the warping, when somebody clinches in their waist, the background usually follows, but this can also include their arms. And usually where the elbow is, that's where the waist is. And it will pull the elbow out and in. So the elbow ends up looking quite wide and thick. Um, so that just looks quite weird and it's very very common to see that again unless they've got some kind of like super um, usually like a professional using photoshop but in the facetune apps typically that's where you see the big elbows because it's not really really advanced um, so anyway as somebody who is not a facetune photoshop expert these are the five things that I have identified that I see all the time on social media and um, I do put things like this on my story quite regularly so if you want visual examples I know it's hard listening to the description on a podcast if you do want visual examples I do put things on my story all the time which kind of highlight these issues and I think the more that you start looking at these and identifying the issues the more your eye becomes trained and you can quite quickly spot it and shut shut down any comparison or any negative feelings in your head so yeah, I do think it is a useful skill to have. Um, and yeah, just keep your eye on my Instagram story, which is where I post most of my um, kind of exposures as well. Um, so yeah, that's the end of this podcast. I hope that you've enjoyed it. As always, if you're loving the podcasts, please make sure to leave a nice review and like and subscribe wherever it is that you're listening. And I will speak to you guys very soon. So I basically did that thing again where I post the podcast and then remember that I wanted to mention something that I completely didn't talk about at all. So one of the things that I think probably deserves its own podcast is actually editing video content. So you may have seen a post recently on my page which exposes how you can now uh, post live videos on Instagram and edit them in live time. So before the video starts, you clinch in your waist, you can make your hips look wider, you can even make yourself, your legs longer and make yourself look taller. And you can go through your video basically looking like a completely different person in face and body. And something that I have exposed several times on my Instagram stories now is actually uh, this technology being used in music videos. And I think one of the most shocking ones was uh, Jessie in Little Mix. Um, there was a music video. I don't know what song it was. I'd have to look it up. But her waist has been clinched in in live time in the music video. So you can tell that's happening because when you slow down the music video, you can see the background warping in at her waist. Now, it doesn't appear to be happening with any other of the artists in the band. It just appears to be Jessie's. And it does make you wonder, does Jessie realise that that technology is being used on her? Because she has been very open about her journey with mental health and the fact that she was um, bullied horrendously online. It's a really interesting documentary, actually, if you want to watch that. I think it's um, a BBC Three documentary. Um, so yeah, it does make you wonder, like, is it that the editors and the producers are using that technology on Jessie without her knowing? Or does she know that that technology is being used on her? Has she asked for it to be used on her because she has like body image issues and clearly has had a rough time dealing with negative uh, voices from the public eye. So yeah, that's also a very 
interesting subject about the live editing of videos and I recently posted one of a Mariah Carey music video as well where we can see a mug in front of her stomach in the music video is warping in in line with her waist so yeah all very interesting again all very damaging and the more that this technology enhances the more that actually that tech isn't just available to celebrities in music videos it's also available for anybody and everybody to be using across their own personal social media including influencers so it becomes really difficult to tell what is real and what is fake again identifying whether a video has been manipulated in that way look at the warping try and you know again I wouldn't recommend going out looking for that sort of stuff but you can tell when a video is slowed down where there is warping in the waist so just a little extra bit to add on hopefully you listened through to hear this little extra nugget at the end um I'll put a note on my Instagram story as well just to make sure that you listen all the way through um so you don't miss this important bit as well about video editing so once again I hope you're all safe and well guys tune into my podcast again soon like subscribe and share to support what I'm doing here and I'll speak to you guys soon bye (laughs) 